blessings. Hold on. <sighs> blessings. Welcome back to Pierre's Misadventures with a Z, with a Z, bud. Um, so we brought back one of the classics, Richie, Richie Ramirez, The Nightmare. Hello, um, hello. It's been a minute, bud. It's been a bit. It's been a bit. How have you lived? Uh, living in a style of, uh, you know, we've been doing fine. We're rolling. See Colfax here and there. Throws me back to our last time that we were together. How, how are you? Adulting, adulting, adulting as fuck. <laughs> Goddamn tooth. Um, so, <laughs> for real. So, as some of you guys know, I'm going on vacation here soon, and I ain't never been to Mexico. Well, I've been to Mexico, but it was like the, not the fun side. It was like the poor ass mm-hmm. cow side. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But this is my first year outside the states, so I had some questions, and so I had to ask another worldly traveler. You know, you've been around, I. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Have had my time in a couple different countries for sure. How did you get a passport? How long? No, like, uh, what age did you have a passport? Uh, I guess 16. 16 is when I got my passport. I forgot. I was 34. Well, you know, <laughs> we all got to join the party eventually. I also didn't have a, any kind of ID until, I mean, what? I got my driver's license last year. Fuck. That's because that, that was your fight against a man. You're like, I don't you know, need that. I refused it. I had my worldly <laughs> driver's license. I don't it wasn't a driver's license. I had my world ID. I don't need to be told who I am. Who do they think they are asking for my state ID? Oh, that and I had a state ID for a moment, but I lost it basically immediately. <laughs> I can't be trusted. Yeah. But I also feel like that's what makes you a good person to ask good advice. Because you've been around. You've been doing some shit. What is one of the places... Well, tell me some of these stories that you got. Okay, all right. Because you've been around. You've been to other countries, not yeah, just yeah, Mexico. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, no. Uh, you know, a fair amount of time. I've been to Mexico like a couple times, but really most of the time in South America for sure. Been outside of there. But if I was thinking of lessons, I mean, right off the top of my head, man, if you ever find yourself in front of a group of, uh, a group of beautiful women, okay? Which I have. Yeah, of course. You know, you'll see them out on the street walking around, sitting on their corners. If they come up and you find yourself surrounded by this group of beautiful women, walk with caution, all right? Don't, don't, don't trust what the situation is and uh, check your pockets. I, I've seen it be a thing in Brazil. I've seen it be a thing in Spain. Looking at Rio, going to Rio with a bunch of my friends, had one of my homies walking with me down the street. Around the corner, here they come, you know? Coming in a flock, you got a group <laughs> of beautiful women. They lock eyes, we lock eyes. There's no, there's no way out of this. Some of us immediately step to the side. These are the ones who have seen these people in action before. We know what we're looking at. We have no worries about it. We're, gonna, we're just going to step out of the way. It's going to be fine. We're going to make our way down the clear side of the street. But I got the one homie who refuses. He's just too American, too proud. He's like, damn, look, they like what they see. No, nah, absolutely. Like, nah, you, there's no way you're going to move me off of my track on the sidewalk, right? So yeah. you got five people, five women, all taller than him, surrounding him, touching him, loving him, holding him, trying to hold his hand. No questions about it. He's just down with it at this point. Basically just trying to shy them off, saying no thank you, being as polite as he can. The rest of us let this happen till they just break off finally. He so you guys just away. stood there and watched it. Well, you know, we're walking together. He's making his own choice at this point. I did not go blitzing through the group of them to, like, pull him out of it. Yeah. No. yeah so, yes, we just, we just watched him. They all break away. They go walking off down the opposite end of the street. Just... Let's say semi-abruptly, all right? Yeah. Not so much that you're like, oh, that's super weird, but just enough that you're like, 
that was pretty fucking weird, right? Yeah. Like, you, like that's still pretty that fucking sounds. weird that you just like stop. So he walks away. He tries to laugh it off, and I immediately ask him, "Don, where's your phone at?" To which he responds, "Where the fuck's my phone?" Like a shark, man. Our other buddy that's like sitting there, right there with us. Just turns and beelines down the street. This man is sprinting like Olympic tracks. Yeah, he already connected. He the already dots. figured it out. He's like, <laughs> as soon as he heard saw Don say, "Where's my phone?" He, like this dude is gone. He's running down the street. He's going for the girls. Little do we know, there's already a white car waiting for him. I'm running. I'm not a track star. All right, so I'm watching this other man in the distance chasing down these people. I'm trying to run. It's mostly just like a show of effort at this point. What do they do? Jump in the car. They're gone. No phone. Do you That's think it. they spotted you guys and then parked? There is, they were absolutely spotted us. Damn. They absolutely spotted us. We are a group of gringos like walking down the street back to you. You got a little tan to you, but you, I, I thought you were Mexican when I first met you. You know, it, it's, it's, it's more than just the color, man. You're a gringo when you get into Brazil just based on the fact that you're American. You could be of any ethnic background as an American, but you're an American and you're a gringo. You can just tell. When I go to Mexico, I, I don't feel Mexican. I feel like an American as fuck. Gringo. Yeah. So you already knew what was happening. Fucking car took off. There's nothing. You just got to like accept it. That's Yeah. No, that's it, man. Just telling your homie, maybe don't be stupid next time and going on from it. You didn't say, I told you so? I mean, of course you say, yeah, I told you so. I told you so, dog. Why why would you you do that? Why would you just stand in a group of people? Why did you think they were touching you? You're telling me me also, even though you were the voice of reason in that moment, sometimes you aren't the voice of reason. Sometimes you're not the voice of reason. You can warn people about these things, but you're not always going to jump in for it. I was talking about that time you fucking ate that edible. Oh, man. You know... Okay, so we all make mistakes. And uh, just remember what, you're, remember what you're putting into your body sometimes. And know your limits, you know. Uh, but you got like to test your limits. Up. You got to test, you gotta test your you limits. Know. And we all like to get fucked up. And you especially want to get fucked up when you're abroad. I mean, what else are you doing when you're traveling but finding foreign parties and, you know, pushing it? But nonetheless, when you're really out there, you should still have some kind of recognition when you're too fucked up. I think about... One party in particular in Brazil, also in Rio. Brazil. Brazil. Fucking um, a spot called the Salt Rock, right? Pedro de Sal. So the, yeah, Salt Rock. Uh, Place is a party spot. Supposed to be the birth of Samba, birthplace of Samba. Uh, Parties of all sorts of like kind of different music happen there. It's just always one big spot. There's all these uh, vendors that line up a street and it's always crowded as hell as you get up to like the main plaza. And the plaza has this set of stairs that goes up and ascends into a neighborhood behind it um, where all the buildings are all, like, stacked up and all narrow. And so, like, people just, like, fill in this area. They'll, like, stack up the speakers and have everyone performing. And people are, like, up on the walls above it as well, and it's just jam-packed with vendors, yeah. and it's nutty. It's nutty. Are you a little but, Patrick Swayze motherfucker? You man, be two-stepping it? No, nah, fuck it. Everyone's a two-stepping it, bro. Cutting the rug. Uh, everyone's dancing. We get climbed up. We climb all the way up, right? And so, like, the, like I said, there's a set of stairs, and it is a precarious set of stairs. It's all narrow. They're like weirdly old-timey, long. Old-timey yeah, shit? Yeah, they're fucking... The texture is all off because they're just, like, granite, you know, cut from stone. So you're going to roll an ankle even if, if you are sober. Um, we climb up to the top. You know, they're wet, covered in drinks, also crowded. You're just trying to squeeze through the people, find a good old spot, looking out over the performance, sitting there, enjoying ourselves. And I see the guy with the signs. They're coming around with this uh, with this snack called brigadeiro, right? It's 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 fudge. It's basically chocolate fudge. You just like cook down yeah. cocoa powder and uh, sweetened condensed milk um, until you get this nice texture, right? And then you can cover it in like 
chocolate sprinkles basically but here comes this guy with these fudge balls and the first thing <laughs> off my head is like oh yeah you know this shit is delicious i love uh, my friends that are here they should like try some of this so i like get a fudge ball or, two a or whatever guy. you know being a dude and i'm like yeah you guys should try this shit and like eating my fudge ball it's as i'm eating my fudge ball uh my bidiga daddy that i remember that like oh yeah like specifically in this context like obviously here at a party at like 2 30 in the morning this fudge is filled with fucking weed, right? It's just edible fucking fudge. And at this point, I am drink steep. We have been drinking for like four hours. Yeah. We were at a Samba before that shit. I mean, probably have already had like six beers since we've gotten here, and I've just eaten this fudge. It is just downhill from this point. Yeah. Immediately downhill. You accepted yeah. your fate, though. Oh, uh, I mean, that was it. Like, you know, you look at this, you look at your friends, all of your, you explain what has happened. Your friends are like, God, that's fucked. You're fucked. You're like, I am fucked. You slide downhill, you stop drinking. Next thing you know, I'm just swaying left and right. And like I said, these <laughs> stairs like just ascend above this plaza. So at this point, it's just like a hazard. I'm a hazard for myself. I'm a hazard for everybody Why else. Why aren't you grabbing handrails, motherfucker? There are no handrails. I grab this a is, wall. This is, this is not a place with handrails. This is a place <laughs> with a sheer drop. Just If you're too drunk, you're just fucking going down. So clearly it's time for me to go. So the, two, the homies lead the way. Which, the homies took care of you. That's what's up. You know, they lead the way. They make their way down the stairs. It's my turn to make my way down the stairs. Like I said, you know. Like a zipline? rock. <laughs> like a fucking zipline. So bad, man. Like, I don't know. I don't think that it, this should never have been attempted. We should have found another way around. But either way, I start making my way down, trying not to knock people off the edge or slip onto this, like, s- slick-ass stone that's covered in fucking cheap-ass oh, wine man. and beer and everything else. But anyway, the momentum just starts gathering, you know, step, 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 step. Next thing you know, I'm basically just like fucking running down these stairs trying you not to eat slow shit. down. That's it. No, I'm a freight train. I'm wasted, man. I'm like super cross-faded faded from that fudge. As I come down and I'm like trying to get control of my speed, there's just like one Brazilian chick. Just like one chick right there wearing a white top, man. <laughs> And she just turns. She just turns at the right time just to look right at me as I'm just like, you know, flying Posty. at her. And she's just got this little cheap plastic cup, you know, like cheap plastic cup filled with this uh, this refined wine called Catuaba that's just like dyed purple. You oh, know, like fuck. this shit is bad. And as I come up, we just meet, sandwich, sandwich that fucking cartoon and for style. Whatever, dude, and for whatever reason... Basically, that entire cup just shoots up over her. Like, nothing goes to me. It just <laughs> covers the chick in the white shirt. Just dies that shit. And I remember just looking at her and just super drunkenly just saying, Disculpa, I'm s- sorry. And just stumbling off into the crowd to try to find my friends. That's that drunk luck, man. That not a single was, fucking drop fell on you. Uh, not a single drop fell onto me. And more importantly, no one right next door decided to just like knock me the fuck out for that. Because I absolutely deserved to just get my ass whooped immediately right then. But, you know. Choices. Know your limits. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes you're not in a place where it's for you to get that fucked up. All right. So... I like to get fucked up, so I gotta so I gotta watch my intake. We uh we did an episode way back in the day called Two Cookies, where uh my Aryan Queen made edible cookies, but she didn't fucking she didn't like space it out or anything. She just put all the edibles and just this huge stick of butter, but like that's what she used to make the cookies. So there was Absolutely. no you can't tell what you're getting. Yeah, no. But I got so I got tore up. Oh, I ate one cookie and I swore I waited thirty minutes. But everybody was like, "You ate one cookie," and then five minutes later, you ate another one. 
It sounds uh, like a downhill I knew it was slide, bad because I almost fell into the fire, yep. like, a, like a moth to the flame. But I was like, damn, that shit feels good. <laughs> and BJ, she's like, take your ass to bed. Go lay down. <laughs> You're done. You're done. Um, so you were telling me about another story where another homie got jacked in Spain. Oh, man. Yeah, long night in general. Same rule, too. It's the same rule. It's actually a combination of both of those previous ones. You're still avoiding large groups of pretty women who are trying to touch you and rub you for no apparent reason. But why wouldn't they? Uh, I mean, you know, that's that's the main problem. They never see nobody like you. I get like out you. there and I expect that it's normal behavior, but I have to remember it. Not it isn't always normal behavior. That said, uh, it's also a combination of not getting too fucked up. But True. Uh, we're heading out. You know, we're in Barcelona this time, and uh, there's a main road that you can go down called Las Las Ramblas. Uh, and it's super popular and there's all these uh, other like rows that are parallel to it and there's party spots all over the place but we meet this depressed ass gringo and that's a whole nother story just yeah. a dude who was stranded in spain fucked that's up. a red flag i was like you got left for a reason but lost all of his company stuff well we thought he was sketched at first because he was just this man in a bed for a minute who we couldn't communicate with, who's always just oh, blocked off a by a curtain. We were in a hostel. Okay. So, uh, you know, we finally meet this dude. He turns out to be like, all right, no more places are to party and shit. So we're going out, and we're going to this place called the Black Sheep. Like, uh, I think it was La Oea Negra is like what it was called. Yeah. But we're going out to the spot, and he tells us, he's like, all right, on this, on this way that we're going to walk, there's going to be this spot. You're going to see this group of, of like, working girls. You're going to see this group of prostitutes. Um, and they're going to come up, and they're going to try to all be around you. You just need to, like, walk away from them and not – be right next to them because they're gonna they're gonna rob your shit we're all like yeah makes sense we get fucked up bunch of pre-gaming go walking down the street down we go and next thing i know my other homie who's with me who also is named richie decides that he's way too gringo for that shit right yeah. you know there's just there's just like a there's a thing that americans have in their head where they're like nah not me though like i don't actually have to move for this shit yeah. so the rest of us go over to the street uh, homie's not going to be doing that shit. <laughs> uh, either way, he just goes stumbling into the crowd. Next thing you know, everyone's touching him. He's telling them not to touch him. He's saying, you got to get the fuck away from me. They're saying, fuck off. Why are you talking shit to me? Becomes a I whole don't know you. argument. Becomes a <laughs> whole argument. All of us are on the other side of the street like, Richie, what are you doing over there, bro? Like, get back over here. Richie refuses to listen to this shit. He continues arguing with this shit. Finally gets his way out of the crowd of girls who are still talking shit to him. He gets over with us. We go on our way to the rest of the bar, man. He sounds like a man who knows his rights. Yeah, that man knew his rights. There was a bald eagle soaring overhead and just a flag in the distance. And we knew we knew that he stood up for patriotism. But either way, we got to our bar. We partied. We drank way too much through the rest of the night. Continue on through, you know, all whatever bars we went to. Next thing you know, I don't remember shit. I don't remember how we get into this situation. But what I do remember is, like, coming to. Like, I come to, like, a, I don't know, if you've ever seen the beginning of, like, the opening of Skyrim, and you just, like, wake up in the back of a wagon. Foggy eyes. Yeah, it's the same exact thing. I just, like, wake up with, like, a slight jostle, and I'm laying down with my head at kind of a weird angle in an alleyway <laughs> somewhere in Barcelona, and the reason I'm kind of jostling around is because there's just some random dude above me kind of, like, reaching into my pockets. Oh, he running you for your shit. He must be, <laughs> but, like, I am so fucked up in this moment that it is not clicking i'm just staring at a dude and just kind of like nothing's there and i kind of noticed past the dude who's jostling me that over off to the side on top of like this tarped up bag of concrete fragments from a construction site is my homie just full-on like 
arched over. This my my buddy, like the other Richie, is just bent over this bag, clearly passed out. <laughs> and I see him just at this awkward angle. Like, I, it I mean, makes sense. Is though. he dead though? Like you don't even know at that point. I'm like, oh, look at him. Out of nowhere, from the dead, this man raises straight up, I swear, into a standing position. Standing position and realizes that I'm over here getting my pockets jostled. Grabs the man. This is about when I realize what's going on. And is like, get the fuck out of here. And Richie tosses the dude away. Who then like stumbles off, you know, scurries off into the shadows. Came to your defense. Came to my defense. Rose up from the bed and came to my defense, man. (laughs) Pulls me up out of the doorway. We go stumbling back up this alleyway, back to our hostel. Oh, my God. Make it through the night. That sounds brutal. Wake up several hours later. I'm on the top bunk, right? He was sleeping under me. It's a power move. Obviously. This Richie has to be above (laughs) the other Richie at all times. I wake up on the top bunk to just like shuffling. All this shuffling below me. And I look down and I see other Richie scurrying around on all fours on the floor. Just like, where the fuck is it? Where the fuck is my shit? Where the fuck did I put it? And I'm like, huh. And he's like looking under the bed. Like, where the fuck is my shit? And I'm like, well... Like, Richie, what are you looking for? And he's just like, my phone. The moment he says my phone, my memory just snaps back. And I just remember him just surrounded in the crowd of ladies <laughs> thinking that he was too American to be bothered. And I just start fucking dying. And I'm like, Rich, I know exactly where your phone is. I remember phone the is. point in time. I know exactly where your phone is. And that was it. That was the end of that man's phone. Fuck. End of his phone. How hard is it to get a phone, though? Like, uh, like if you lose your shit. I mean, you can get, like, another, like, burner. burner. Yeah. Yeah. There's all sorts of, like, SIM cards and shit out there. It's not that bad. And everyone has WhatsApp, so you're going to make it. But, you know, no one's happy when it's your brand new iPhone. Blah, blah, blah. And that's exactly the kind of person the other Richie is. He would have the newest blah, blah, blah. Like, check this out. Look at this feature. Yeah, check this. (laughs) Check this shit. Shit was gone. Are you almost... That's a real real homie, man. But he saved me, though. I should have been missing my shit, too. That's why it's not... You're just lucky as fuck. He's not the only one. I just... He's just better than me. Damn. He mean he may have been too American to not get his shit stolen, but at least he saved me from getting my shit stolen from being too drunk to be anywhere. I just can't be in public. All right, so now we're gonna now we got some other fucking places you've been to. Mm. We were talking about uh, fuck when you were in Peru. You're just going to all these fucking Latin ass countries. Good spots, man. South America is a great place. Recommended to everybody for sure. There's a bunch of spots I haven't been down there though. But Peru, Peru was a blast. Been there a couple times. This was like one of the first times that, this was when we had our longest stay in Lima. And we went up to Cusco after this, but this all happened in Lima. And it was a blast, man. We stayed at a, ah, shit, what was the place called? It was like uh, El Peruana, or El, El Peruano, La Peruana. It was one of those two. It was like a hostel? Fun spot. It was a hostel. Fun spot in the middle of Lima. I can't but, do that shit, man. I'm like, where's oh, the hotel? man, I, you know, you can start getting some, like, if you really want to pay the money, you can get some, like, personal rooms. Granted, sometimes it is loud as shit. But you a Colfax kid, bro. You like that shit. You, you know, like, it was all you're, right. You're attracted it to It was craziness. all right. We were also, we were also a lot younger for some of these trips, man, that, that we were definitely down for it at that age. But we get out there. We're, like, having a long night out, eventually trying to get to this one club in particular. But we're at one of the spots before that. And I go into this bathroom that we, they have. Got to take a piss, and you, the bathroom's got, like, a little old attendant, you know, this little old dude who's got his, like, squeegee and all of his shit, and he's trying to keep it clean, um, and he's got his tip bucket, you know? It's what is the squeegee for? Shit. Squeegee, you know, getting the mirror clean, all that kind of stuff, like, wiping off the counter, okay. all those uh, kinds of things. What did you think you were going to use a squeegee? What do you use a squeegee for? I was like, for? is he going to fucking, like, the walls? Like, the wall? I was thinking, like, if someone pissed on the wall, he'd grab the squeegee and clean. Oh, like, shit, maybe he does. He just, he does whatever, I would assume. 
No, I don't think that. Yard makes more sense. Yeah, okay. Oh, shit, maybe I'm wrong, though. That was Either way, though, either way, you know, you, you can tip the guy if you want to because, like, hey, he's keeping your shit clean. Like, that's nice. Yeah, go. not tip the dude. You also don't have to tip the dude. There's a lot of motherfuckers who will not tip the dude. They're like, yeah, clean up my shit. And then they walk the fuck out. That's just what they're doing. That's me. If I ever see those dudes and I don't got no cash, I'll get my own soap. My you just own put your hand channels. on their shoulder and just go, thank you for your service. Nah. Give them a firm handshake. <laughs> Sir. Sir. Thank with you. honors. Thank you. With honors. Thank you. Uh, but no, so I'm, you know, I finish up and I think I had like, I had like a couple pesos or whatever that we were using or so, so this. Um, that I could like was going to give anyway, but I turn around and I see this dude just kind of like in the corner looking sad, just a disheveled white boy looking sad in the corner. And as I go by him, next thing I know, he's just an an Australian. And this dude is certain that he's being hostage. He's just like, Hey mate, you gotta, you gotta help me out here real quick. I'm like, I, don't, I don't answer questions. I'm like, what's going <laughs> on, man? Like, what, what, like, what's crack? You don't answer questions that just come to you from random people? Yeah. In the bathroom? Yeah. I ain't yeah. talked to nobody in the bathroom. That's a valid point. But this you, is a busy bathroom. You was just like, yeah, man. Tell me what's going on. I, this is what happens in Colfax, bro. Fuck. It was just Colfax, but in Peru. <sighs> talking to randos. Either way. Talking to <laughs> a rando in the bathroom? Talking no, to randos in the bathroom. It's going to fucking happen, you know. This is where what it's at. What can go wrong? This is where it's at. Sometimes nothing goes wrong. Sometimes a lot goes wrong. But this... This was a man who, I don't know what plan of existence he was on. He just, you know, he lets me know. He's like, man, I can't, I can't leave. I can't afford it. And I'm like, afford, <laughs> afford to leave? And it's just like, yeah, like, I, I got no money for a guy over there. Like, I can't, I can't get out. I, I got no money for a guy. I'm like, you don't need to, you don't need to pay that man to leave the bathroom. Like, I realize at this point that he's decided that this small Peruvian, small old Peruvian man with a bucket for tips is like some kind of guard who's got him locked in. Like, he has no choice. He's going to sit here on the bathroom floor, this wet bathroom floor for the remainder of the night. Like, no, bro. Like, I tell him, like, twice. I'm like, no, you literally can just get up and walk out. We're going to be fine. We're going to be good. He's like, no, mate, you got to help me get out of here. So I'm just like, well, all right, just walk with me. So I decided I'm just going to walk him out of the bathroom, you know, at this point, because, like, it's better for him. It's definitely better for anyone in the bathroom to not have this man in here having an emotional breakdown. And it's for sure better for squeegee guy, too. Whatever he uses that squeegee for, lest it be rubbing the walls. But so I, you know, put my money to homie and I walk him out, get homie out there, and that's it. It's just like sealed the deal. You know, this is like some kind of mythical quest. I've just picked up another party member at this He's point. Like, you saved me. Yeah, no, you absolutely. Saved me. Thank you for saving me, son. No. I will never I will never stop repaying you. Yeah, we find out that his name is Kai. Kai Kai. Kai and he, Kai. Kai Kai. I'm a musician and my name is Kai Kai. So we meet Kai Kai, who's just like fucking right, I'm sticking with you guys. So we go on on this fucking journey, and we end up at the spot that we were going to go to. I want to say, oh, damn, I wish I could remember what it was called. But either way, it had this big black metal door, right, that would slide open and closed. And that's, like, how people got in. And you'd, like, knock on the fucking well, you door. You go there. Absolutely not, Bob. Like, that's the way to get in? Nah, I'm good. It is. It, you know, and it, looked like, like, it yeah. looked like the cool shit. We were like, yeah. One of the guys we were with was like, yeah, this is the cool shit here. And we were like, cool, this is the cool shit here. Let's go. And Kai Kai decided to come with us. So we bring Kai Kai, the man who is trapped in a bathroom, um, and we arrive at the spot and knock on the door. Door opens. There's like a staff dude or whatever. Someone's talking to him. We're with a girl who's from Lima. Like we're with a local. As she's trying to speak to this guy in the door, 
Kai Kai decides that he's the only one who's going to be able to get us in, right? So the, now the Australian just I got in. this. Yeah, he's like, no, no, no. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> Let, like, we're, we're going to come in and we're going to potty. Like, this, that's what we're doing. He comes in, he tries, absolutely fails. It immediately fails. Obviously, he steps into the conversation, tries to talk to the guard, and the guard is like, okay, and just shuts the fucking door. What a bummer. We look at him. He looks at us. He's like, nah, that's bullshit. He looks back at them. He starts yelling at the door. He's like, what is this? A bunch of Game of Thrones. His best line was, I'm going to be back here with a bunch of people like a white walker. I'll be a white walker and come back here with a bunch of people to get your ass. And we're like, okay, all right. Like, this is it, man. This is it. Like, is that a threat? You know, I think it's a threat to the people. Either way, he's going to organize a revolt against these people with their door. He goes walking off. We go stepping off to the side, try to plan our next attack. You know, one, we got to figure out how are we going to get rid of the Australian fool that we picked up. We're taking turns. You wait right here, bud. Yeah, we got to figure out how to get rid of them. And then, two, can we get into this club or do we have to get to another club? But either way, we have to somehow get rid of the the Australian guy. He fucked up already. He cut cut ties. Now, it's already (laughs) done. He already probably fucked us out of the spot that we were trying to get to, main point of the night. Like He already just showed up. I pulled him out of a bathroom corner, and he just shit on our plans. So it wasn't going to work that way. But we hear him from the background. We're just like, guys, I got us in. And we look back, and he's like, I found all of these guys right here, and they all work at the club, and they're going to get us in. <laughs> and we look, and it's like, no shit, like very clearly, no question about it. It's a bunch of fucking cab drivers. He's just hanging out on the corner where the cab drivers wait to like pick people up who yeah. are done partying, and he's just got his arms around these people, just like two dudes behind him. Everyone's just holding on to him. Everyone's just cracking up and smiling, and we're like, bro. They don't work at the club, man. Those, those are, are cabbies. Those are cab drivers. Yeah, those are cab drivers. Which, to which point, you know, he just looks at each side and he's just like, fucking right. Everybody loves a cab driver. <laughs> it was a long night, man. Did you get rid of him? Uh, we got rid of him when we got back to our hostel. We didn't get rid of him for any, like, part of our social events. Did you try? None of us are mean enough to just say oh. fuck off. Yeah, but you could be slick about it. We oh, tried to try to fake him out, man. He had this ability. He'd come rapping around other corners. But you guys, I thought yeah. you guys said you guys were going to go meet up at the bathroom. Bro, he would fucking beat us to the places we thought we were going to beat him to. <laughs> it's an Australian. You can't get away from them. They want to party. That's it. I've never met an Australian. They, they like to party. I can't say for all of them. Sorry, Australians in general. There's many of you who probably do not like to party. I'm just saying that abroad, you have a reputation... For being outrageous, <laughs> outrageous. All right, so we was that was Peru in a nutshell. Good Just spot. Good fucking times, going to fucking bars with big black doors. <laughs> <sighs> Fuck man. All right, so we're just gonna talk about Colombia next. You've been to Colombia. Were you just like on a backpacking thing? Is that like I thought that shit was like movie shit. Was this all like in one year? You were just backpacking through these countries? No, the Colombia one's a different year. The Peru, Peru, that year, that year, that year. Peru, that year was part of a backpacking thing where I was in Peru, Bolivia, and Chile. Okay. And then there's one where I was in Colombia, and then I was in Brazil. That was like one separate trip, and then there's several trips just to Brazil. Just to Brazil, fuck. And then there's been a time, I think, just to Peru. I'm not sure. Now, but, tell uh, me about your Colombian stories. Uh, first off, Colombia is the shit, and everybody should go there. If you haven't gone there, you should look at how to get there, and you should visit a place there because it's always a good time. But 
Um, no, we were we were at Columbia for the my first experience there, and it was a it was a pretty long trip. We had like a month there. That's a long. Uh, to be ah, jumping around, damn. yeah, man. We were chilling for a while. That's crazy, man. A uh, whole month. Whole month in in Columbia. Yeah, both we were like outside of uh, Cartagena at first. Went to some towns on the coast by Cartagena, and then we took buses all the way down. Got to Medellin, and then we spent uh, like two weeks in Medellin. It felt like. Maybe it wasn't two whole weeks, but it felt like it was two fucking weeks. It almost <laughs> killed me. It might as well have been like two whole weeks. It's too. That's enough of that place. But blessings. I love hearing people say blessings. Yeah, no, it's a good word. They don't mean it in a good way. Ah, it's very nice. Um. So before I, I interrupted you for a beer break. That's true. You're in Colombia. That's I am in Colombia in for Medellin a month specifically. Yeah. Traveling. Yeah. Yeah. Going from spot to spot. I just feel like, I don't know. As a big dude, I can't. I don't think backpacking is for me, man. I'm too big, dog. You can find some places. I'd be like, I got to fucking, I'd be stinky. Nah, I can't do it. Nah, you can find some spots for sure. No. It's a good time. I recommend it to anybody. You can always get some hostels with like single rooms. It's easy to get around in a bunch of places. You could stay in a hotel if you really wanted to. Yeah. Might as well just go from town to town. It's a good ass time. But on that trip, we were in Medellin. Had been kicking it there, and uh, eventually we, we like, met up with a dude who was from there. Like, the, everyone in, in uh, Medellin calls each other Pisces, right? Like, yeah. it's typical shit that you hear everywhere. So, they call each other Pisces, so we met this. They Pisces, stole that from right? Mexicans. They stole it, these <laughs> fucking thieves. But, either way, we meet this dude. His, like, mom is a teacher there. They were originally from, like, another spot outside of the city, but he's been living there for years. Meet him at a bar, and uh, we decide to you, like. You didn't meet him in a bathroom. You no, just... we didn't meet this fool in a bathroom. <laughs> not this time. I learned my lesson from my friend Kai Kai, and like Kai Kai, if you're out there and you somehow ever hear this shit, you're the reason we couldn't get into the bar that night. I just want to point that out. And no, you did not ever come back with a bunch of white walkers. Did but, uh, um, did he guys get you? Did you guys get into that bar? I forgot. Uh, no, we never got into that <laughs> bar. I don't think I ever saw the inside of that bar. I think that was my moment. Oh, yeah. It was there. Had somebody who was going to get us in, and then he decided just to fucking spike that shit out of there. Damn. He was like, fuck that experience for you guys. All right, my bad. I, that shit just popped into my head. No, man, like, that, is a, that is a full, yep, that, that shit was lost. So keep that in mind. There's another, like, mini lesson in there. Don't be that guy to fuck it up for everybody else, yeah. especially when it's these moments. But we're, uh, we meet this guy at the bar, and, uh, you know, we decide to, like, hang out. It's basically like a... It's like an exchange agreement. He becomes like our tour guide. He knows a bunch of fun spots to the party. He knows where to get a bunch of different shit. Sounds like a good time. We'll pay for it. He can party with us. That sounds like dope cool as guy, fuck. Right? Like, like if I was a local, I'd be like, yeah, I just I just go to bars waiting for motherfuckers. I'll, I'll be your yeah, tourist. Just like, yeah, exactly. So, you know, we got like the contact over WhatsApp. We got the little exchange number and shit. So we're hitting each other up when it's time. Let us know. He would hit us up to see if we wanted to go out, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Go out and go do all these parties. Uh, and like, he's the dude who's like, Got the blow, right? You're in Colombia. There's blow everywhere. Uh, you tell me, yeah, tell me about that shit. Yeah, that yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. It's decriminalized uh, for definitely for Colombian citizens. I guess in technicality, it should be for all citizens. But anyway, the law says that you can carry up to uh, a gram of it for personal consumption, individual consumption, right? But it doesn't really work that way for. Americans. It also doesn't work that way for selling that shit on the street, but it definitely doesn't work that way for Americans. Definitely because, you know, America really fucked up that relationship. 
A lot of war on drug shit really made that sound. They're holding they're they're holding us responsible. Man, they do not they do not I like the idea. I don't idea even know that, that dude, dog. DA was down there doing all that shit. I don't even know that guy, yeah, man. Well, we're all gonna be fucking punished forever for that. And then on top of that, Americans are still going down there all the time. You know, a bunch of these old dudes Gringos. looking for like underage fucking prostitutes oh, fucking and access creeps. to blow, right? Like you you go into these hotels in Medellin where you can see like they have these big print signs in the lobby that are like if you we find out that you're here, like trying to take advantage of like underage prostitution and shit like that, or finding girls that are underage, whatever it is, like you're fucked basically in legal sense. All these signs are in English; they're not in Spanish. So yeah. like, they're really they're like, it's you for you. It's, yeah, not it's for, for fucking you, man. Right. There's only one group of people who we know are like are really the fucking problem. Fuck. So either way, we're like fucking out there. With this fucking dude who's got the blow, right? Because yeah. we don't we don't need to be holding the blow. I don't need that shit because I don't need to get my passport fucking info reported back to the feds saying I'm down here trading in cocaine. So don't fucking right? the, like they'll they'll just a fucking an American. That's they'll go they through say. all that. That's what they say. Like, Yo, I'm gonna fucking ruin you, but yeah, you'll you're never come back. Done. We're gonna make sure that America knows that you're down here doing this shit too, right? Like we got a whole fucking agreement on it. So that's like what it is. It's like we're gonna put so your picture up, bud. We're gonna put your picture. No, so it's some shit. We spend, like, uh, three days with this dude hanging out. And I don't remember if it's, like, the end of our time hanging out with him for it was, like, right in the middle. But It all blurred together. You know, it's just, like, yeah, we were out a bunch. But one of the nights, most of the other gringos that I'm with, like, all the other Americans, they go back to the hostel. They're done for the evening. And uh, I end up staying out. Like, a bunch of the other homies all go back. And it ends up just being me, this one Irish homie. And the uh, the paisa, all right, yeah. and the three of us decide that we're just like gonna keep rolling. So we keep going, and now we're getting like close to dawn. You know, you got that like low glow start in the sky. Shit's getting all dewy. Most of the people are getting off the streets. <laughs> we end up at like one last bar, right? And we're like trying to sit in the You're middle like, of this last more. bar. One more, <laughs> man. And there's like nobody in this fucking bar, too. Like this bar is basically. Are the bars twenty four seven? Uh, a bunch of them run like at least till fucking sunrise. Oh, that's fucking crazy. crazy. Depends on the time of the day it's it, or the day of the week and, like, what else is going on. But if they know that there's going to be a bunch of fucking party shit going on, then they'll be out. They're like, we're open. Yeah, yeah especially God. if there's, like, hostels and shit everywhere. That's wild. But either way, we're at this bar. At some point, I decide I need to, like, take a piss, right? So I go walking off to the bathroom, get in the bathroom. I do my thing. I'm taking my piss. Finish up. I'm walking out of the bathroom, and the stall to the toilet Opens up and this hand, you know, reaches out and grabs me on the shoulder and just like, <laughs> just like, shit, and just like, whoop, pulls like me this. into the stall. Not like <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, just pulled into the stall. You know, I get yoinked in, and upon getting yoinked in, I realize it's it's Paisa. It's the homie from it's the homie from there. Yeah. And he's like, quick, here, take this, take this bump. And he's got like, you know, a bump on a key. And I shoot, take a take a bump, take a bump from the key. I felt I feel like it was basically in that moment. No. Practically immediately, no, no delay. That right. I just huh, maybe. I finish the, you know, like ah, there we go. That that door just opens up again, and another hand grabs me on the shoulder, and I just do the reverse process, <laughs> just like whoop, right back yeah. out of the bathroom stall. Like a fucking like, ragdoll, bud. Yeah, no, I just feel like I I have no choice in it. Get passed around, so I just get tossed right back out of the cell. And this time it's like a security staff dude from the bar, and he's just like, no, like nope, this is fucked. And he's out of the bathroom, so I'm like, ooh, you know, it's like your heart sinks and you're like. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> this might not be that good of a situation. That's like, fucked I really up though. Like, that. as a security guard, I would only do that if you were fucking up. Like, if you caused a scene at the bar, 
And then you went to the bathroom. Then I'm like, right, but he was just. He's like, that's a fucking gringo. That's what he yeah, says. He's, he's just like, like, who's this gringo doing a bunch of blow in the fucking bathroom? I'm about to fuck this fool. You here so, to sleep with our women? No, that's it. He's fucking done. He's like, I'm gonna get this dude fucked. So he goes running off. I walk out. And I go walking up to the Irish homie, dude. And he's sitting there already with his arms crossed, just like looking out across the bar, watching the scene unfold where security dudes met up with a bunch of the other restaurant staff, or not restaurant staff, bar staff, and they're all fucking pointing over at me. And then one of them's going outside, and now here comes the cop who's like part of the group of cops that are You stayed it out of it, out of it. Well, we're just like looking. Well, the, I can't, I'm not like, sta- there's a fucking one exit, and that's oh, where the cops and everybody are. Gotcha. Like everyone's there. So I'm just like sitting here looking down the bar, like the one way that you go out. Looking at all these people who are looking at me, and the Irish dude is next to me, and he's like, yo, you're, like, fucked. We got to get you out of here. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I probably need to get out of here. And he's like, we need to, like, I don't know, like, break a window out and get you out of here. <laughs> and I was like, we're, like, looking off to the side, and it's like, yeah, that's looking like what that's it's going to be. Yeah, we're so going to have to use a chair to break out a window, and I'm going to have to climb out of that shit. And it's like, oh, fucking you know, I don't know what to arm. feel. It doesn't help that I'm wasted. It doesn't help that I've been doing a fair amount of blow, but, like, I'm like, oh, all right, we're about to break it out sounds, this window and I'm going to jump out. <laughs> Here we go. So as as this plan is getting ready to go into action, all of a sudden, just kind of walking out in his own world, here comes Paisa. He's just been in the stall. Who knows how much more coke he's done <laughs> since he's been in the stall. But he comes walking out, just kind of looking around. And then as he kind of slows down and looks forward, he, he you can see that he's realizing that there's like some kind of commotion going on. And he's like, wait, what's going on? Clicks with him, like, something's, something bad is, like, cracking, and it's going down with the way that they're, like, looking at me. So he's like, oh, shit. So he goes running off to, like, figure it out. We see him meet up with the group. Everyone's talking. Fingers you didn't are have being flashes pointed. of Kai Kai? Uh, I'd have like, like, no, man, don't try to fix oh, it, Oh, my God. It was Kai Kai again. He <laughs> struck again. No, man. But I watch it, like, start to simmer. You know, we go from a boil to, like, a, a low simmer. Yeah. Everyone starts talking a bit quieter. All of a sudden, I realize that the cop has left the conversation he goes back outside not to say anything and then that's it and then here comes back here comes paisa again and then next to him is like the security dude who like pulled me out of the bathroom and he's like our bad like we didn't know that you were here with somebody who was like from here we thought you were just like some dude in the bathroom doing a bunch of blow i'm like oh it's all good yeah, like, you, you guys can show that they, was like they love it. their people bro they're like, they're you like one of us with you yeah he this vouched dude, for you. This dude for sure ran up and was like, yo, I swear to God, this is a bunch of gringos that are paying for my fucking fun right now, so do not fuck this up for me. You know? And they were like, damn, that's fair. We won't fuck that up for you. Security came back, apologized. Like, He's like, yeah, no, you're good. Sir. They let us Didn't sit down on fuck. the couch, man. And no joke, like, this sounds like a joke, but they, like, brought us one of their little serving trays, said, like, we could use the tray, so the tray got used for the rest of the blow, how it is. And, my, and for whatever reason... The thing that sticks out with me the most is that there was just a no smoking sign like above us on the couch. And they were like, don't worry about it. You can smoke. And I don't know why, like, that means more to me than the Coke <laughs> on the tray, but it does. And I, that was just like how I finished out until like the sun was like bright enough. It was just like sat there, like chain smoked, drank the rest of that night until like the sun came up and that was it. Fuck. That's hospitality, bud. That's like sticking with the locals, man. Remember to fucking find your locals. All right, maybe I'll try that. I gotta find a fucking local first. But see, I'm not you. You're just really good at going up and talking to people. You just find them. I got to work on that shit. I'll listen to my Tony Robbins. Usually, it's the situation that gets like created. Yeah. Fuck. (laughs) 
So, with with you being around the world, you know, I thought I traveled a lot, but you're a goddamn traveler. Do you got any anything just common sense that I should watch out for? Common sense, common sense. You know what you know that you know already, right? Don't trust anyone over the top, but like also open yourself up a little bit. I think like the best thing that I could actually tell anyone is to uh, step out more than they normally would. I think mostly what people end up doing is like sheltering in because they know there's so many things out there that they have to be aware of, and that ends up actually taking them away from a lot of the scenarios. What I can say is that in the majority of my experience, when shit has gone wrong, there's always been some like random ass person who's like down to help figure it out. And that's how you end up actually like meeting people in these situations is like being like a real person, then you find the real people. So uh, do it more, do it all the time. Go out there, try to find people that you, like are from the area and just like hang out in their spaces and like shit will usually line itself up in the right way. You believe people are inherently good? Inherently, yes. Yeah, most are people don't have it out for you. Are you going to get into some shit? Like, yeah, like you can. Also, like I feel like people end up putting themselves into situations a lot. <laughs> like when I talk about me, like, you know, I had dudes like robbing our pockets and shit like that. Every situation I'm talking about, we are super wasted stumbling around obnoxiously loud <laughs> clearly not from fucking the places yeah. that we're at like there's reasons that we were in those kinds of scenarios you know what i mean shit just doesn't usually just happen randomly not saying it I doesn't got you. but that's that's just deep though trust the world a little bit more and like go out a little bit more and it always it'll it always work out i don't know even when people who the fuck's that person you're talking to why are you talking to them what do they want we're not giving no goddamn money to nobody Go get in their car. <laughs> they want they want your kidneys. That's that's fine. Sometimes okay, sometimes they do want your kidneys though. So you gotta just know the difference. Not mine. They look at me and they're like, nah, pass. Nah, we don't need those kidneys. <laughs> it's all right. Those kidneys, are, those kidneys are not ours. They're gonna give out in a year or two. Mm, those kidneys are fresh, aren't fresh enough. Um, do you got any shout outs? One shout out always, same shout out as before to my Irish druidess. The one who lives in the woods and organizes the house at the same time tells me what to do and makes sure that uh, I'm not just completely feral and running around <laughs> on the world. So shout out she to her like, as always. She's like, did you drink water today? <laughs> <laughs> Wipe your face off. Yeah. Don't sm- Turn that frown upside down. Don't want to go in public like that. Did so. you get some sunlight today? I think you've got to have one like you that, You need bro. to eat more salad. Eat your greens. you got to have one. That's, that's love. Sh- shout out to the love. All right, guys. Well, that'll be it for Pierre's misadventures with a Z, bud. With a Z. Um, And always, fuck Julie. You a bitch. You're going to have to edit this later because you're a bitch. Man, I never said nothing. Nah, you're involved now. It's not on me. All right. Blessings. You just got to open your beer on three. Oh, you already, oh, already opened it because oh, I was drinking shit. it. Oh, shit. Because it was supposed to crack at the same time? Yeah. You got to say okay. that in advance. You got to tell me You're that. You're that type of person, like, someone takes them to your house and then you, gotta, you start you eating gotta, before they sit down. You got to tell them in advance. You fucking start eating the food before the house sits down. You got to tell them in advance. Down. Gotcha. All right, you ready? Also crack the water <laughs> first. Oh, no, you already cracked the water. Yeah. See? What am I supposed to You want me to go? No, now you got to wait for me. You don't get to participate. You just sit there and watch me do it. Okay. Three, two. Damn, boy, you cooking chicken? Yeah, will you pause real quick? Yeah. I'm going to ask you for a huge favor. Will you hand me a beer? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
That's how I know you're still a good person. Because I would have been like, nah, but I ain't doing that. Do you have a... What's your passport? you have an American passport? American Do you have a passport, passport. from China? Uh, from Singapore? No. Not the Communist Party, sir. I am a <laughs> I am a citizen of Singapore. 